So today's matmon, which is a bit of a continuation of yesterday, is earth-shattering and life-changing. It, it will change your understanding of yourself, of the world, of the Torah, of Hashem, of Avodas Hashem, of the universe, of everything. If you, if you get it and, and integrate it, it can change your life as it will change mine. Um, and it's, it's yours, Chus, there's no, when I sit early in the morning and I'm, and I'm wait, it's so clear that these things come to me because, because of you and your mysterious nefesh to be here every morning and to expect something that makes a difference to your lives. And I say to Hashem sometimes, it's not fair to people. They come, they, they need to, they want to hear something at this time of the morning. They want something that can make a difference, not stum, a, a vort. They don't have to come at 6.45 in the morning to, to hear a vort. Um, so, so you need to help me. And, and this morning was, it was amazing. Uh, so we learned, we learned yesterday that one of the big differences between the avoidas chutz and the avoidas pnim, the outer avoida and the inner avoida. We've got a mizbeach pnimi and a mizbeach chitzoni, an inner mizbeach and outer mizbeach. We've got the begadim levanim of the, of the Kohen Godel, his white clothes, which he only wears when he's doing the avoida pnim, it's this inner avoida. And one of the big differences we learned yesterday was the presence of audience. That in the Avoda Chitsonius, there's an audience presence. And when, and when you're in performance mode, audience is important. And I'm not using performance in a, in a trivial sense. Performance is, you, you're performing, you're doing, you're observing. Shemitah Samitzvah is performance. You're in the world of action. When you're in the world of action, your audience is important. They stimulate you. As we just said a, a few moments ago, the, uh, I, I wouldn't call you an audience, but, but, but that stimulates the, the people you're serving, the people you're working with, the teams you're working with in, in work, in business, in family, in Torah, um, they stimulate you. It's, it's an important part of it. That's Avedas Chutz. But Avedas Pnim, there's no audience. That, that's different. And we learned, and that's how we resolved uh, the stira between the Tanchuma and, and our Gemara, where the Tanchuma says, Hashem comments that the Keturus, there's no, no Kapora, there's nothing it's atoning for, it's just for Simcha. And Algamora says, it, it, uh, we, we, we found it, it, it atones for, for Loshon Hara. And the idea is that it doesn't, it's not set up to atone for Loshon Hara. It's set up for its own thing. It's, it's Pnimi, it's inner work. It's not set up to do anything. It's just set up to be. And that's why it's such Simcha. When you're in a state of being, when you're in a state of doing it, you can't be in full Simcha because there are all sorts of worries and fears of failure. And if it doesn't work, and what, but when you're in a state of being, nothing matters. There's no fear when you're in a state of being. Then there's simcha. And in that state of being, uh, there's, there's, um, and, and since you're doing this with, with no consideration of audience, that's mechaper for Loshon Hora as an outcome, not as an intention, as an outcome. It's mechaper for Loshon Hora, which can only be done with an audience. With no audience, there's no Loshon Hora. And, and we can extend that further to say any avoider, any mitzvah, any time you're doing something without consideration of an audience, very hard, happens very rarely, but any time you're actually doing something without consideration of an audience, you're mechapeh for Loshon Hora. That is the kapora for Loshon Hora. Now, but there's another big difference between the avoider chitzonis and the avoider plimis, between the outer avoider and the inner avoider, and that we will learn today. I'm going to learn through the makoris first, and then we'll put the matmon together. So we have in our Gemara the principle that there are a number of different ma'arachot on the Mizbeach HaChitzoni. A ma'aracha is a pile of wood that's burning. They're fires. There were a number of different fires. And there are various different shitos in our Gemara as to how many fires there were, but everybody agrees on Yom Kippur there was an additional fire. Uh, the Rambam Paskins in Hilchus Tmidim and Musafim uh, as Rabbi Yossi in our Gemara, which says, Bechol yom shalosh v'hayom arba. Every day there were three piles of fire, and on Yom Kippur there were four. 
the one who is the main ma'arocha on which the korban tomid was brought, brought and the olot. And the other one was the second ma'arocha from which coals were taken to bring to to smoke up the ktoret, which was then done on the mizbeach pnimi. And one was kept going as the ner tamid, so that if if the fire went out on any of the others, you could take coals from this one and you could and you could refresh the fires. It was there. That was its purpose. And there was an extra one for Yom Kippur. And the Rambam brings that lahalacha. The Gemara in in on Daf Chafalif, we learned that uh, a, a couple of weeks ago. Talks about the fact that there was a that there was um, the the Oshan Hamarocha, the fact that the the smoke went up straight on from the from the fire was one of the Nisim of the Beis Hamikdash. Asked the Gemara, Miyav Havi Oshan Baamarocha, was there smoke? On these fires, didn't we learn that there were five things that were said about the Ma'arocha, and the one of them is that Eina Ma'ale Ashon, there was no snake, there was no smoke. Answered the Gemara, Ki Behedyot. We're talking here about human-made fire. Because we've already learned in Abraisa that the Bnei Aaron have to add fire to the Mizbeach. An incredibly important Gemara, even though fire came down miraculously from Shemayim. You don't need the human fire to burn the Korban. Hashem's fire came down. Still human beings had to light the fire. That was still needed as part of the, as part of the Avoida. The um, beautiful Sefer Achinuch in Mitzvah Kuflam at Beis, where he talks about this fact that even though this this from Shemayim, um, this is, this is not in order to create fire. It's not because you need the fire. Apart from the fire you needed for the korban, because the Sefer Achinuch says, why give us an extra mitzvah? You've given us the mitzvah to, to bring sacrifices. In order to bring a sacrifice, you need fire. You don't have to tell us to make a fire. We don't need that as a mitzvah. Says the Sefer Achinuch, so you see, see from here that that's not, the mitzvah here is not in, to have fire to bring the korban. The fire itself is a korban. We learned when we did the the um, the, 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 the Shnei Gizra him, the two pieces of wood that had to be brought, that the wood itself was part of the korban. That it was a korban in and of itself. So here we go further. Not only is the animal the korban, but even the, the wood is the korban. Not only is the wood the korban, but even the fire itself is a korban. And a human being has to make the fire and bring the fire to the Mizbeach as, as part of the korban. That's a mitzvah on its own. And the Minchas Chinuch explains that's why the Rambam counts this as a mitzvah, which he shouldn't count as a mitzvah, according to his Shorash series, his tenth principle on the Sefer HaMitzvah, is that any mitzvah which is used to facilitate another mitzvah is not counted as a separate mitzvah. And, and this, it seems that lighting the fire on the Mizbeach is in order to, to enable the bringing of the Korbanot. No, says the Sefer, says the Minchas Chinuch. That the Rambam regards this as a mitzvah on its own. This is not in order to facilitate the other, the korbanot. Why is it not in order to facilitate the korbanot? Because we've got Eshmen Hashemayim to facilitate the korbanot. So what is this for? Says the Sefer Achinuch, this is a mitzvah in and of itself. And what is the purpose of it? So he says, firstly, because nisim don't happen without physical, uh, without physical illusions taking place, even with the Kriyas Yamsuf. He says, it says, after all, there was a big wind that blew all night. So the scientists can say it was wind, it was weather. It, yes, it was, fine, that's Hashem's method. Hashem uses scientific method to create miracle. The fact that there's scientific explanation doesn't mean it's not a nice. The fact that you can explain human life 
doesn't mean that human life is not a nace. We get into this mode where we think if you can explain it rationally, it's not a nace. No, that's how Hashem does nisim, with a, with a rational explanation. And therefore, in the same way, we need to show that, that we don't rely just on the fire coming down from Shemaim. When you watch the Mizbeach, you see a coin lighting a fire, and that's the fire. You don't even see, says the Sefer Achinuch, the, the fire coming down from Shemaim. There were only three or four cases in history where you could actually see the fire coming down. Otherwise, it was invisible, and it was done through the action of the Kohanim. So it looked as if the Kohanim were lighting the fire, but in fact, there was a, a fire from Shemaim as well, as well. And then he goes on to say... Um, not only is it but also the ash is, is the fire inside a person it's a person's passions and he goes into a beautiful matmon of his own the Sefer Achinuch as we said Doshim doesn't mean in Doshim doesn't mean you don't analyze the meaning of mitzvahs it just means you don't use that analysis to reason halachically and the Sefer HaMitzvah the Sefer Achinuch does that all the time the, um, so, so what do we have here fire we spoke about in the, in the Shir in Havdola, when we did um, when we did Psochim, fire is the essence of technological creativity. The first time a human being did anything technolo- technological was on Motzah Shabbos, the first Motzah Shabbos, when Odom Arishan rubbed two stones together and he created fire. That was the beginning of technology, and the Borei Maorei Haish that we say on Motzah Shabbos is a bracha on technology. We thank the Rebbeinu for giving us the capacity to create fire and everything that came from fire. Because without fire, there is no technology. Everything we have in technology, from cooking to, to driving to flying to computers, everything is because we know how to make fire. We know how to create energy. Everything, that's Boirei Meorei Ha'esh on Motzah Shabbos. We're thanking the Rebbeinu for that technology, for our ability to create technology. And, uh, and we bring that ability to the Mizbeach. And we link it with Hashem. We understand we alone can't innovate. We can't create technology. We're the first startup nation. We think we're so brilliant and we're so bright. We're in partnership with Hashem. When the human being innovates and creates, it's not all his own. And, and the big creators and innovators will tell you it comes at a flash. It's in a moment. It's inspirational. It's an epiphany. That's where they get it from. There's, there's clearly a partnership between Hashem and man in the creation of technological solutions uh, from the beginning of time until now. And so we come to Nebuchadnezzar with our fire and Hashem's fire, and we put it together, and that's the world of the Chitzoin. That's the outer world in which we live. The outer world in which we live is our family life. It's our business life. It's our community life. It's our chesed. It's 95% of everything we do is in the Chitzoin world. It's in the outer world. That's where we function and that's where we live. And we do that in partnership with the Rebbeinu Shalom. And we create. We've got to innovate and we've got to create and we've got to make new ideas. That's, that's that outer world in which we live. But then there's an inner world. There's the Mizbeach HaPnimi. There's the work that happens in the Heichal on Yom Kippur. And look what the Ritvo says on Daf Chofalech at the bottom. The Davke B'Mizbeach HaChitze. This partnership between man and God in the, in the, in the technical innovation of Mizbeach is, is only on Mizbeach. You don't do that in the Mizbeach HaPnimi. From Al Gemara, we learn there's a special pile of fire on the outer Mizbeach from which we take the coals and take them into the Heichal. We don't light a fire in the Heichal. There's no human creativity in the Heichal. 
Human creativity is in our outer lives, not in our inner lives. That is so important. It changes psychology, it changes spirituality, it changes Avodah Hashem, and it changes business. I'm going to be using this for my clients uh, all over the world, this understanding, this idea. That there's a time when you're innovative and you're creative and you partner with Hashem and you make and you do. But there's an inner time where you're just being, you're not doing. And at that time, you've got to stop the creativity. You've actually got to stop the creativity. The same as in the outer world, Hashem is mitzamtzem himself. Hashem contracts himself to give us place to create. That's in the olam ha'asiyah, in the olam ha'yitzirah, and even in the olam ha'briyah, and these three levels of, of world. There's a relationship we create, Hashem creates, we bring the creations together. It's all about creativity and innovation. That's our lives. To live uncreative lives is to live in hell. And uh, the, the fact that a lot of Limud Torah has become uncreative is tragic. And part of what I'm trying to do with you and others is to reintroduce that idea of how to be creative and yet completely authentic at the same time. Because to live and learn uncreatively is terrible. Who wants that? But there's a time when, you, when, when you're in Olam HaAtzilut, you're in that higher world where there's no creativity and there's no innovation. When the Kohen Godel goes into the Heichal, not only is there no audience, you create with an audience. You can't create on your own. To innovate and create, you need an audience. They're either there with you or they're in your mind. But if you don't have a human problem for whom you're solving, you don't create, you don't solve. You need audience. In the Heichal, there's no audience. Not only is there no audience, you are mitzamtzem yourself to give place to Hashem. And we've got to be able to make that switch. There are times where we've got to listen to, we, we've got to, uh, Hashem is mitzantem himself, Hashem contracts himself to allow us to step forward and fill the space with our creative ideas, and we've got to be able to switch that. And we've got to be mitzantem ourselves, we've got to be able to contract ourselves so that we can leave space for the Rebbein to do miracles for us. And we've got to be able to hear those. We spoke in last Tuesday in the, in the Shir about the Shema, how the Shema is contraction, it's listening. And we talked about starting and ending the day with the Shema, where you've got to listen, you've got to quiet your mind. You can't be in creative mode and listening at the same time. But then the, the Shema Esra is when you're in creative mode. Shema, you're in listening mode. The Mizbeach HaChitzon, man is in creation with Hashem, busy, action. We're working in teams. The Kohanim are running backwards and forwards. They're pouring this and they're sprinkling that and they're moving. It's very active. It's a machine. And then just imagine what it's like in the Heichal on Yom Kippur. The Kohen Godel goes there. If you've ever seen those those um, movies, I know we're running a few minutes late, but I'll just be a moment or two. Uh, if you've ever seen those those documentaries of, of going into space, you see them at the, uh, uh, you know, NASA puts them out and so on, and you see the vibration that goes on when these rockets are taking off and the noise and everything. And then all of a sudden the rockets go off and they're in outer space. And there's a silence that you've never heard before. That's Lahavdil the Kodshe Kedoshim on Yom Kippur. All of that creativity is left behind. And the Kohen Godel comes into the Olam HaAtzilut, into that pure world of being with Hashem. Not doing anything. You're not creating, you're not doing, you're not lighting fires, there's no technology. You're just being. 
And we have to be able to do that. Although it's, this is, of course, is the avoid of Yom Kippur, but it's a model for us. We learn from that. And, and you see from, from, from humor that it happens very rarely. 99% of what we do is the, in Olam Asiyah. And if it's not in Olam Asiyah, it's in Olam Yitzirah. And if it's not in Yitzirah, it's in Briah. That's where we live our lives. But there's an inner world going on. And we've got to be able to attend to that and we've got to be able to develop that. And that inner world is without audience. And that inner world is without innovation. And this inner world is without creation. It's just creating the space to be with Hashem and to witness Hashem and to experience Hashem. So that that can be the soul of everything else we do in the outer world. That it draws from a deep place inside us and not just from a mechanical operational place on the on the outside of us. If you think of this application, I'm sure in future Shirim, I'll be applying it in all sorts of areas, but you should try and, and, and think of it yourselves, uh, just the areas where it applies, and to make sure that you know when you're in creative space and you're being creative to the full, and you allow yourself time to be in the inner space where you can just allow yourself to be and to listen with, uh, to Hashem and, and with Hashem. And it's this that the Ritvo says was the error of Nadav and Aviyu, the sons of Aaron. That they dealt with the inner Mizbeach the same way as they dealt with the outer Mizbeach. They brought, brought their own innovation and creativity into that inner space where we have to cease our creativity, where we have to stand off from our creativity and just allow the space for Hashem to be there and for us to experience that. That was their error in the Mizbeach HaPnimi, says the, the Ritvo, that they, they took the innovation in, in, inward instead of keeping it only in the Olam HaMaseh, in the world of action and the world of creation and the world of, of, of uh, creativity. They took that into the world of Atzilut, which is a world of experience and of intimacy with, with Hashem. We have a little touch of it in, uh, in Shabbat where our technological creativity is restricted so as to give us time, at least on Shabbat, to be able to be mitzamtem ourselves, to contract ourselves and create the space and allow the space for Hashem to occupy it in the full glory of His Kedushah uh, that we can experience and we can benefit from.